0: It has happened. The 2022 NFL season has kicked off. Bills-Rams 31-10. Bills really just looking amazing against the Los Angeles Rams, who are a little bit flat as they raise the banner at home. We will have tons of takeaways from the first game of the NFL season from Thursday Night Football, plus preview the rest of Sunday's NFL games that we didn't get to on yesterday's program. All coming up today on Peacock and Williamson. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you as always at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Say hi on Twitter. We're going to (laughs) have of breakdowns throughout next week and like to dip into those Twitter Tuesday questions. So hit us there on Twitter or in the comments on YouTube or wherever you are streaming this program. Lots of new people streaming this program in lots of new places, by the way, Matt. So hello to all. Welcome to Peacock and Williamson. We break down the NFL every single day here. On the Locked On Podcast Network. And thank you for making us your first listen while doing it. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts 31 10, Bills over the Los Angeles Rams. Thought maybe the Rams got going after a slow start in the first quarter, tied it up at 10 at halftime. But no, it was all Buffalo Bills in the second half. 31 10 was the final. And I think we have to start with the negative and how flat the Los Angeles Rams were. I don't know if it was deflating for a team in L.A. to be raising a banner, to be Super Bowl champions, have a home game to kick off the season and then have to go to a silent count, Matt, because the team they're <laughs> playing against, who, by the way, comes from 3,000 miles away, was louder than the home team.
1: Yeah. Or is you know that matched with... Is this a case of not playing your guys in the preseason bites you? I thought there was some fatigue in this game, especially from the Rams. So, first of all, like everyone else, I've had the Bills atop at my power rags, and that's not late-breaking news. But I often said, I don't know that they're light years ahead of the rest of the league. I know it's only one game, and week one can paint weird pictures, but they might be light years ahead of the rest of the league. As for the Rams, well, first of all, here. I mean, there's two numbers I wanted to throw out about this game. The Bills turned the ball over four times and still destroyed the Super Bowl champions. I mean, four turnovers and killed the Rams. Seven total turnovers in this game. And yards per play, probably my favorite stat. The Rams, 3.7. Bills, 7-1. I mean, just total destruction. And to your Rams point... I, can, I came up with one good thing. Cooper Cup might be the most uncoverable human being on that's ever walked the earth. I mean, it, it's amazing. My son was sitting there talking to me as my buddies were texting me, and the exact same question hit me at the same time. They said, why don't they put five guys on Cup? He's the only one here that's able to do anything, and it still doesn't matter. Allen Robinson looked bad. The O-line looked overwhelmed. I thought Stafford's pocket presence and overall, you know, body language, the way he played, bad. Jalen Ramsey was awful in this game. And I'm not super worried about the Rams. Bills deserve all the credit in the world, but boy, were they good. I mean, Allen, Diggs, defensive front, phenomenal.
0: Maybe you could chalk it up to just a slow start, week one weirdness for the Rams, but it did not look great. And Diggs, I don't think I've seen a clear win over Jalen Ramsey in the NFL like I saw with Stephon yeah. Diggs a clear yeah. W against him and let him know a little bit at the end of the game, too. Uh, eight catches for 122 yards and a touchdown for Stefan Diggs in this game. Um, back to the other wide receiver in Cooper Cup. 13 catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. 15 targets, and it didn't really look like – and I don't know if it's a you know it's a chicken or the egg thing. I don't know if, if Stafford in practice has seen it and, you know – uh, Allen Robinson wasn't getting open, but he didn't even look anybody else's way. No wide receiver. He didn't look at Allen Robinson. I saw a couple times that Allen Robinson had a nice release and looked like he was open. I don't think Allen Robinson's the dynamic player he once was. Uh, one catch for 12 yards. His only other target in the game was just, you know, throwing it up at the end of the fourth quarter for a jump ball for him. Uh, he never even looked like there. Nothing else on the Rams offense was featured or even part of the game plan. It didn't look like it was just all cup. There was even yeah. plays that were like, borderline screens that were like five yard down the field screens where two receivers run everybody off and cup just kind of runs a couple yards up the field and catches it and it's just it's like there was nothing else to do on that play that was what it was designed to do so uh i don't know if that's enough all season long for the rams i don't know if it's even like a, oh they need they're they're missing odell beckham either I, I don't know if it's that i like stafford didn't even look anywhere else
1: yeah and the cup's credit he's always open like i mentioned i mean it's unbelievable um I own Allen Robinson in like every fantasy league. So I'm a little concerned And, and I was focusing in on him, especially in the second half. And you're right. A lot of times he looked fine. There were times I thought he was jogging around a little bit too late in the game when it didn't matter. I mean, so what? I mean, I guess it's not the end of the world, but maybe he's to blame as well. They have had talks with Odell from what I understand. Maybe that's on the horizon, but that's not coming soon. I mean, they live in 11 personnel, I don't know that you can live with, you know, Scourneck and Atwell and those guys as your third receiver because that's a starter for this team.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of starters, how about this? Cam Akers. I mean, running back
1: situation here? What a nightmare.
0: At least Allen Robinson got you two points for your fantasy teams, right? Cam Akers got you zero points. (laughs) He's not the starter. Three carries, zero yards. It was all Daryl Henderson. And Cam Akers didn't even make an appearance until – Maybe the second quarter? Like, I think I so. saw him in the game. Daryl Henderson got all the work. 13 carries for 47 yards. He had five catches for 26 yards as well in the passing game. So this is not even a, a shared backfield. This is a clear Daryl Henderson is one. Cam Akers might come in and spell him occasionally. That's what it, yeah. like, that, that's that's what what it looked
1: like to me. And Henderson didn't do anything either. But, I mean, he absolutely looked like the starter. And Akers looked like the two. Which brings me to the O-line a little bit, too. I mean, the running game is non-existent. They gave up seven sacks to really what looks like two hockey lines of defensive linemen just coming out of the woodwork for Buffalo. They just keep bringing in Oliver and Vaughn Miller and, you know, one after Basham and Rousseau and over and over and over all these guys they've drafted lately, which is awesome. But the O line, no more Whitworth. You know, the interior is not exactly household names. I mean, this was not their finest showing either.
0: Not at all. And if you're going to get your quarterback sacked seven times a game, you're not going to win many football games. No, in the NFL. So there's a lot of things to worry about for the Los Angeles Rams. Can they get it right? I still think they're a good football team, but not their best showing in prime time to kick off the season. Last note on the the Rams before I have a few notes more on the Bills here. Did you see anything? I've I've seen some people, and and I don't know if anybody would be saying this if it wasn't for the reports about. Uh, Matthew Stafford having a little bit of an arm injury Mm -hmm. and some arm fatigue. Did it look like the ball wasn't coming out like vintage Stafford? Did you, did you come away with that game worried about physically Stafford's arm?
1: I didn't want to look at it through that lens because if I didn't know that, I don't know if I would have thought that or not. What I did think, and I hate terms like they were rusty, but they looked rusty. You know, like uh, his drop back seemed, slow his processing seems slow his delivery looks slow you know feeling pressure was not sharp I mean I chalked it more up to you know the Rams don't play anybody in the preseason but I couldn't escape it in the back of my mind going we know about this arm thing I tried tried not to think about it if that makes any sense.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about it. Maybe it's an issue, but I wouldn't have thought that was a problem if I didn't already know that maybe there was right. something going on. So I think people might be stretching a little bit just because everything didn't look great for the Los Angeles Rams. But it's definitely something to monitor, put a pin in that Matthew Stafford arm injury as the season goes along. On the other side, Josh Allen looked great. He's oh. even had a couple of interceptions, which were not amazing. But, you know, he was, he was making some throws that you're like, yeah, okay, this guy's. Ah, uh, so fun to watch. 297 passing yards, three touchdowns, two picks for Josh Allen. But really, the thing that w- jumped out to me was how much of a difference Von Miller makes in having yes. that instead of just power power ends that they've had and they've drafted recently, adding that element of a true true difference making edge. And it looks like Von Miller's still that. At least he was against the Rams early in the season. That made, that make that unlocks everything for the Bills' defense, and it raises that ceiling even more for what this team can be. And by the way, looking at the bet online lines, they're already the number one team to win the Super Bowl, and that's probably only grown.
1: Oh, I'm sure. And Miller's a huge reason why. What a perfect situation for him to not only maybe win a third Super Bowl, but probably stay fresh for much of the year, let Rousseau and Basham take a lot of snaps, come in when you feel like it, um, and he looks awesome. I'm sure his leadership is tremendous for that young D-line as well. And he was also missed by the Rams. You know, like, what happened to Leonard Floyd? He was a lot better when Von Miller was on the other side. And, you know.
0: Yes, good point there. And Tre'Davious White's not even back yet for the Buffalo So they're going to get even better on the defensive side of the ball. Already dynamic on offense. Gabe Davis, congratulations to you, Matt, getting the first touchdown in our Peacock and Williamson fantasy ah, about that, league yes. with, the, with the Gabe Davis touchdown there. Uh, one more fantasy takeaway here from the Bills' side, rookie running back James Cook, just about as AWOL as Cam Akers was on the other side.
1: Yeah, fantasy notes, I'm not sure I want anything to do with either one of these backfields.
0: Yes, I think that's exactly the way to put it. <laughs> right, it's, you know. it's still Devin Singletary's show, and he's not really a guy that, that moves the needle much for your fantasy leagues either. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, you're happy if you drafted Henderson at ADP, But overall, I'm not sure I'm psyched about either one of these
0: backfields. Buffalo Bills 1-0. Los Angeles Rams 0-1 on their quest to repeat as Super Bowl champions in 2022. Let's preview the rest of those Sunday games next. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help you uh, and your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. I'm on LinkedIn. You're on LinkedIn. You know how easy it is. Why not look for your job applicants there and filter through exactly what you need to interview the right people? Just add your job to the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thanks again, everyone, uh, everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen for your second listen, check out the ultimate pro football preview 2022, an eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. Local team experts, national experts, Matt Williamson involved, I'm involved, Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt, let's fire it up here with the rest of the Sunday games, making our picks, previewing some of these, and there's some really good matchups here. Let's start with a division matchup with the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. I think I have a feeling I know which team you're going to pick here. Uh, The betting line is New Orleans favored by five and a half points.
1: This might surprise you, and I am by no means a betting expert, and part of me chuckles when I hear things like, Russell Wilson is seven and two against the spread on the road on Monday nights after November, you know, like some of these stats from the the betting public make me crazy about, you know, trends or he's 60% against the spread. I'm like, that's not that trendy, but I heard a really interesting one this morning or last night. And this makes sense to me. Home dogs week one division game. Is like a 90% hit rate against the spread. And I only look into that because these teams have been preparing for each other since the schedule came out. They know them unbelievably well. They're at home. They're healthy and not too beat up. You can see why a divisional game in week one as a home dog in particular, but really as a dog in general, would pay off for you. So I'm a huge Saints fan. I think Atlanta's terrible, but give me the points.
0: Yeah, the, there's so many home dogs on the schedule this week. Yeah. And you start to get nervous picking all these away teams, but we saw what it looked like on Monday Night Football, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> or, I mean, on Thursday. who's well, the home sorry.
1: team in that game, yeah. though?
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to give out the points. I just don't I trust care. where the Falcons are at, so it's hard for me to take them. I would stay away from this game, though.
1: I think the Saints are a much better than five and a half, but much more than a five and a half better team than the Falcons, if that makes sense. But
0: similar story here in Chicago with the Bears that are seven-point dogs at home taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And in this one, you've got a first year quarterback that you don't really know what you're gonna get mm-hmm. from. A first year starting quarterback, Justin Fields uh has played well in the preseason he played well at the end of last season or at least a lot better than he did at the beginning of the year I mean when you look at the rosters on paper when you take away quarterback and still we we really don't know what these second year quarterbacks are going to look like so you kind of that's kind of a wash both very talented guys both could be great both could be bust I have no idea what to expect there I think they're both gonna be pretty good but when you look at the rest of the rosters for both teams clearly the 49ers are the better team and man seven points on the road in week one though Matt
1: Again, I think the Bears are much more are much better than this spread indicates, or the, the Niners are much better than this spread indicates, but the uncertainty of quarterback field horse Lance is awesome. Um, doesn't look like Kittle's playing, correct?
0: Kittle is unlikely to play That's probably
1: not. I, I think the Bears D keeps it close. I'm going to take the home dog here with the points.
0: Similar to the Rams, I'm, the, the one thing I'm worried about with the young quarterback is the 49ers offensive line. They've got three new starters there. Mike McGlinchey coming off an injury at right tackle, too. And the thing is, is the Bears don't have Khalil Mack anymore. They don't have a Von Miller coming off the edge to take advantage of it like we saw with the Bills on Thursday Night Football. So I think the 49ers do skate through. I don't know if I love the line just because of the home dog factor and teams could could start slow things could be a little bit yeah, weird there's going to rain in the for- forecast as well potentially at soldier field so i would stay away from this game but if i had to bet one i would still give up those points and take the niners
1: okay i, I mean a team like the bears the falcons have nothing to lose you know what i mean flea flickers
0: you um, know, yeah.
1: big kicks you know you know punts you know punt uh, go for and fourth down things like that and that's the way i'd approach it if i was a team like the bears
0: I mean, how do you win this when you have Nick Bosa, who's my pick for defensive player of the year, going against a rookie fifth-round left was tackle? I thinking about that. I, yeah. That just doesn't sound like a good formula <laughs> for the no. Chicago Bears in week one.
1: No, get get that, that turf nice and soggy and slow down yeah. his get-off,
0: yeah. You get a lot of rollouts, get him on the move, a lot of chips, a lot of play action for that Chicago Bears offense, and hopefully you can run the ball a little bit. Yeah, Hopefully. Eagles at Lions on, uh, this is the early game here in Detroit, and again, it is a home out for the Lions. Four and a half points is what the Eagles are giving up on the road.
1: I don't speak for Lions fans, but I would think this is the most optimistic you've been in a long time about this football team, and you're hosting a week one game. I would think this place is going to be bonkers. But I And these are maybe the two best offensive lines in the league, so there might be a real physical style to this game. But I think the Eagles pull away in the second half just because they're more talented. I'll, I'll lay the points.
0: Maybe this is a game you go the under, under 48 and a half. Maybe, points. yeah, yeah. And if it's going to go under, home dog... We don't really know how the new look Eagles. And I've talked about this before, just because you won. uh, You you can't win the Super Bowl in March, right? So you have a good offseason. You brought in a lot of talent. How does that all come together? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions and give up those four and a half points. And I might even wait until close to game time if it climbs up to five points even. uh, Because I think they can play them tight. Think maybe a little bit lower scoring. Straight up, I would go the Eagles.
1: No, I hear you. I mean, I would try to play slow, physical, run the ball, stick around in the end and see how it goes, you know?
0: The New England Patriots are at the Miami Dolphins. This game is fun because the uh, oh no, we already talked about this no, game. We talked yesterday, that one. Yesterday, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the disparity between wins from zero to however many hundreds of wins. <laughs> right, so that's I, insane. I yeah, I just love that statistic. So it's worth bringing up again. But we did preview that one. Go check out yesterday's show for part one of a preview, previews of our six pack of favorite games here for Sunday of Week One. How about the Baltimore Ravens, who you are very bullish on, Matt, this season? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get, having much better injury luck. Just saw a report that uh, Lamar Jackson has turned down the latest offer from the Baltimore Ravens, and that is it. I think they're going to turn off negotiations for the season, and Lamar Jackson's going to play it out. Uh, I, I like those odds. I like those players that are on on contract years playing for a big deal. Lamar Jackson playing for more money maybe than anybody's ever played for during the course of a football season this year as the Baltimore Ravens uh, go to New York to face Joe Flacco at quarterback and the Jets.
1: I think the Ravens blow him out. Uh, I mean, I don't care about the Flacco revenge game. He won a Super Bowl there and made bazillions of dollars. He's just fine. I, I just don't like the offensive situation for the Jets, namely quarterback. I mean, maybe this is a lower scoring game than you think. Like football outsiders just came out with their, their last DVOA for the preseason with some injury adjustments really high on the jets d hadn't thought of that angle but i could see it maybe they keep this in close in an under type situation i just think baltimore's so much better and maybe tuesday we should talk a little bit about lamar's contract
0: i do want to see how things turn out with baltimore's offense you know mark andrew's is going to be heavily involved at tight end but oh, Rashad yeah. bateman still hasn't been that guy yet can he become the guy who's the other receivers where's the ball going to get spread around we you know, J.K. Dobbins is injured. G- Gus the Bus is injured. The Mike Davis show that doesn't. You know, he, he's a he's a solid running back, but that's not a dynamic player for your offense. So, you know, how much help is Lamar Jackson going to get on offense? And do we see that bump from the New York Jets? And look, I don't know that the Jets and they've got a lot of talent at wide receiver. Um, they've got some talent at running back. They just drafted mm-hmm. Brees Hall. Is Joe Flacco potentially better than Zach Wilson was going to be just to start the oh, season? Very good. So, I mean, it's
1: weird that he might play week one up. You're not going to see him for the first four games. You know, like maybe they just know Joe's better.
0: Maybe it's possible. It's possible that you're they're going to get a professional level of quarterback play mm-hmm. that's uh, that that bodes well for them to start the season, maybe better than Zach Wilson, even though the, the ceiling is higher for, for Zach Wilson at this point in uh, Joe Flacco's. Career six and a half points for Baltimore. I wanted this is one where I want to go maybe upset special, but straight up you got to go Baltimore Ravens. I might think about giving up the points, but I, this is one of those games I just don't want to touch. Some of these Week One games with mm-hmm. the home dogs, I just don't like them a lot. When you when you're talking about betting your hard earned cash against the spread,
1: no, I hear you. I understand that Week One's weird.
0: <laughs> week One is very weird. We got some more fun games to talk about though in Week One, like the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Commanders, Colts at Texans, Giants at titans coming up next talked about betting your hard-earned cash if you see some of these lines that you like betonline.net is your number one source for all of your college and pro football betting needs this season find all the latest football league developments game matchups news and podcasts including this year's opening week Games, tons of lines to bet on. You can bet on games all the way through week 16. You can bet on Super Bowl champions, AFC, NFC champions, MVPs, coaches of the year, coaches who will be fired. Uh, and of course, not just football wagering either at Bet Online, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, combat sports, golf, motor sports, esports, live betting, and more. And Bet Online isn't just your source for wagering alone. You can find tons of information to inform those bets. As well. So get to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at Bet Online where the game starts. Here we go, Matt. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Washington Commanders in week one. Washington at home. We finally got a home team that's actually favored in this one. It is the Washington Commanders favored by two and a half points. But I kind of want to go with the road dog on this game. I am too. Just because they're getting points. I mean,
1: Maybe I'm a little too bullish on the Jags, um, but I just think these teams are in the same tier, you know. And if you're going to give me points, I'll take it.
0: I kind of want to take points, but I do know that those fans in Washington—they uh, come strong week one oh, yeah. against Jacksonville. They're going to be there. I'm going to give up those two and a half points. I believe that Carson Wentz raises the the you know the. He raises the the floor a little bit for that team there at quarterback. Some bigger plays could happen. I do think their defense should step up a little bit. And I'm just curious at this point because I I like where the Jaguars are going, but I kind of want to see it for a week. Just see what they actually look like, everything coming together. So give me Washington and uh, give me Washington by a field goal.
1: No, I understand that one. This could be an easy one not to touch.
0: By the way, all of these picks – Segments are sponsored by BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts, if you want to uh, get in on any of these games, it always bears repeating and reminding the folks about that. Next, we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. The Matt Ryan era, beginning with the Indianapolis Colts. They're favored by seven on the road at the home dog Houston, Texas. I've never seen anything like this for how many big lines there are for home underdogs in week one.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm going to go with my initial stat of division game dog at home. I'll take the points and long time for Houston to prepare. I like the Colts. I just don't know the Colts are a blow you out kind of team.
0: Yeah, that that's what makes this one tough because if there is a blowout, it's going to be the Colts. They're a better team. I don't know if they're built that way. I don't know if they even care to, you know, if, if they get a little bit of a lead, they're just going to run the Texans off the field. Right. Mm-hmm, right. To try to, they're not going to be throwing, uh, they're not going to be throwing haymakers in the fourth quarter, like the, the Buffalo bills where it gets the Rams. So, um,
1: Like Taylor might run for 200 yards and they win by six.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. But at the same time, it's really hard for me to get behind the Texans and be excited about them with a potential upset. When you bet on one of those home dogs, you want to think that this team's going to be in it and potentially even winning a game. And seven points isn't quite enough to scare me off, so uh, I'm actually going to give up those points, and I'm going to still take the Texans to win this one by a touchdown.
1: Colts to win by a touchdown.
0: Yeah, the Colts to win this one by a touchdown. I just don't know where the Texans are going to – You know, it is week one though. It's like a sneak attack season. I'm just looking at this Texans team, and I like what they're doing. But where do you know if this was Jacksonville, I'd say, okay, give me Jacksonville at home. I just think they've they've they're a year further down the road in their rebuild. Right, it's not very talented. Yeah, the Texans just aren't very talented, and I can't see where they're going to lean on someone like the Colts, who should come in very prepared uh, to start this season. New York Giants at the Tennessee Titans, Matt. We've got the Titans at home favored by five and a half points. And be careful because there's a lot of Titans fans out there that are not happy with us, Matt, because we have neither one of us had the Titans as making the playoffs, even as a wild card team after they were the one seed last year in the AFC. So if we come in here picking the New York Giants on the road against the Titans, they are going to be up in arms about it.
1: I'm going to, but really, this is just a don't-touch-it game for me. I I think the Giants are pretty bad, but I have faith in Dayball to prepare his team, show some new things that the Titans haven't seen. Maybe Barkley does well, that type of thing. And For now, at least their receivers look healthy in, in New York. You know, that lasts about five seconds. I'm just really down on the Titans, but this is really a stay-away game for me. That number looks just about perfect.
0: Give me the Titans. Titans fans, yeah. you can't say that uh, I don't give the Titans any credit. I think the Titans are going to be at home. They're going to be ready for this one, and they're going to run the New York Giants out of their building.
1: I mean, Henry might run for 200, and I might be laughed at. Yeah. In Especially form, knowing like right. season
0: long. Maybe we saw the beginning of the end last year with Derrick Henry not being able to carry the load. He's going to break down again, but right now he's healthy. So sure. Titans is just going to ride that train. I would imagine. I would imagine. Kyle Phillips too. My guy in the slot. He's he's my sneaky uh pick for probably not rookie of the year, but I think Kyle Phillips has a chance to to carve out a huge role for the Titans as a rookie as that slot receiver because there's a lot of questions about where or you know where the ball's going to go in the passing game with Tennessee this year.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to make waves, but if you told me at the end of the year he caught the most passes for the Titans this year, I'd be like, oh, "I can believe that."
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's yeah. a totally believable thing there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just a slot, slot machine.
0: Yeah, total slot machine. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch. That's it. We've hit all the games, Matt, except did for we Monday Did we do Denver-Seattle? We did not do Denver-Seattle for Monday Night Football. We could cover that now, or we could wait until nah, Monday Let's morning. do it Monday. Okay, let's do it yeah, yeah. a little bit more information. And by the way, nobody's talking about that Russell Wilson revenge game either, right? In Seattle, too. Yeah, Russell Wilson in Seattle. They're talking about it in Washington State, apparently, but nowhere else. And I'm surprised because this is a fun one on Monday Night Football. And I think the Seahawks might not be as bad as a lot of people think, although uh, they, they they do not match up with the uh, the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos, that's for sure. So another yeah. fun game on Monday night football. Tons of revenge to be sought out. Last little nugget, just because I
1: don't want to make sure I don't forget it on Monday. Yeah. This really applies to Wilson and Mayfield, of the team really knows what you don't like to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one knows better than the Browns what Mayfield hates. No one knows what better than Seattle, whatever Wilson's most uncomfortable doing. So that's a big deal for these type of games.
0: And I wonder like how quickly someone like Mayfield and Russell Wilson have galvanized a locker room. Are are the rest of the players on the team going to fight a little bit harder for their guy, for their quarterback, knowing how much this means Mm -hmm. to them or even just feeling how much it means to them, even if it's not been vocalized. I think there's an opportunity for both those teams to really blow out their ex quarterbacks teams. Good. All right. Thanks everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. We will be back Monday, breaking all the Sunday action down right here. On Peacock and Williams.